For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Baby, what is up? New noise coming off a big week. Lots to talk about and some great releases coming in the pipeline this week. Welcome back. I'm going to give Mike a call right now, but this is just so nice. So nice to have you. Just We just love it. Thanks for coming back. Hey, Shano. Hey, Mikey. What's up? Oh, just living the dream, having a beautiful Thursday. Nice. Just got done marinating some meat. Marin, okay. <laughs> what? Uh, what's that all about? Uh, so I have a tradition, right? A lot of people like to have prime rib for Easter. Okay. So if you go to the store the day after Easter, you can get really nice prime rib for really cheap because they never sell enough. So I got a six pound prime rib for like 40 bucks. And so I've got that just marinated up, just hopped over here, start recording, ready to roll. Okay. Yeah. It's 420 today. I'm sure a lot of people are doing, having other rituals, but, uh, I'm sure they are not me. I am, uh, I am back in Las Vegas temporarily today, Ooh. uh, hanging out and, uh, excited to, to talk to you about some, uh, some music and other things. We love to hear it. It's great. Wonderful. What other things are we talking about today? I don't know. Maybe there's some news. Could be. Maybe. Maybe. Some well, tours. Some tours, some tours yeah. are announced. You want to talk sure. about some tours? Yeah. Yeah. I love that this is a thing um, now. I like, know, Like this right? just naturally happened, you know, over like our show's, you know, relatively brief history, you know, it was like, well, yeah. there are no shows because we're starting this in the middle of COVID and now it's like, well, this is a perfect thing for us to talk about. Why would we not talk about 
shows. This is like yeah. huge, important of huge importance, right? New music. I mean, it's re- and bands it's relevant. Yeah, new music, and then bands have to support the new music, and we have to go see them. So, yeah, pretty soon we're gonna do uh, merch drop reviews as well. <laughs> uh, so be looking out for that. <laughs> uh, but no, um, it's really interesting to me. We got some cool smaller tours, some cool big tours as well. Um, but the first one I really want to talk about is this tour that Within Destruction is on because I feel like they're just doing side quests at this point and they've been added to another strange tour for them. Okay. Uh, Wage Wars headlining 0936 is on it Within Destruction and Avoid. And it's just so interesting to me because they don't fit on it at all, but it also does work. All right. Okay. Um, I think it's a cool tour. It's hitting some B markets, right? Just like the other Wage War tour, just different support. Um, overall, pretty cool tour though. I love it. Love to hear it. Yeah. Um, and I know people are probably tired of us hearing, uh, hearing us say the word Omerta, uh, <laughs> but they've announced a tour and I'm very excited. They're coming to the sanctuary here on the second day in Detroit. There's a okay. bunch of other shows kind of, it's more of an East coast tour, uh, but they're taking out mood ring and gates to hell. And I'm pretty stoked because mood rings. Great. Omerta's great. I don't know who gates to hell are. I'm checking them out sometime this week. Uh, but yeah, cool tour. Absolutely. Uh, as far as, I'm just going to hit the other smaller tour real quick. Uh, kind of like the road to Furnace Fest, it appears. Right. Uh, Integrity and the Acacia Strain are going out and they're taking out Tribal Gaze. Uh, there's a Cleveland, a Pittsburgh, a Louisville, a Cincinnati, a Birmingham, and a Raleigh nice. date. Nice, Obviously, Man. Birmingham being Furnace Fest. I would love to see Integrity in Cleveland. That would be pretty pretty insane. Would love to would see that. Would be pretty dope. Especially with the Acacia Strain. Oh, yeah. Doing Fuck great. Yeah. Um, we've also got a new festival announced, uh, the loneliest place on earth fest <laughs> at the Franklin music hall. Okay. The wonder years performing greatest generation in full. Uh, but you got some awesome support on there, like origami angel. Um, and then some bands I've never heard of Laura Stevenson and sweet pill. And then bands that I oddly have heard of anxious Kississippi and action adventure opening it up. Amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. That's the, that venue is formerly the electric factory, Ooh. Uh, which is a pretty legendary, legendary place. So that's, yeah, that'll be like a 2,500. <laughs> yeah, it is a uh, great venue. I mean, legendary to, to see, you know, hometown boys, wonder years play that record. And uh, you know, to about 2,500 people will be pretty, mm-hmm. will be pretty rad. And that's great that they're uh, yeah. That they're bringing out some cool support. For sure. Uh, Monsters of Oz tour, quite a great title, specifically being that the tour packages Parkway Drive, The Amity Affliction, North Lane, and Make Them Suffer. Yeah. Uh, monster tour, honestly. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, I love it. I mean, the Australians banding together to do something special for, uh, for the Americans, which uh, is really nice. And yeah, obviously this is, this is just stacked. Like Mm -hmm. every one of those bands is has done amazing stuff in their career and to have them all in one bill, kind of a, kind of a not to be missed tour. For sure. Um, I've always wondered and like wished that more bands would do that. Right. Like 
the Ohio sensation across the nation tour. And it's got like <laughs> Devil Wears Prada and Hawthorne Heights right. and Miss May I, right? Right. And right. just like weird packages like that, but they work because they're all from one place. I think yeah. it'd be super cool. Yeah, no, there was always talk of, of us doing that back in the day with like, you know, Alex on Fire, Boys Night Out, and Monine. You know, we all came <laughs> up at the same time from the same area or, or yeah, or some kind of Canadian invasion tour with, uh, you know, Silverstein, protest the hero, you know, whatever, all the, Simple all the plan. bands. There you go. Exactly. Right. Some 41. Let's, let's do it up. I'd go to that um, show for sure. Right. So no, it, it is, it is cool. Um, that they're all coming together and yeah, make sure you, you dress up in your Australian uh, swag, wear your, wear your Uggs, uh, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever else is Australian. Make sure you know your didgeridoos and your didgeridons. <laughs> <laughs> I stole that joke from Water Kenny. I have to admit that it's a great joke. That's, I say it all the time. It's really good. Um, and last year, I want to talk about absolutely massive, uh, and we're just going to talk about some other news regarding this as well. Uh, the Ghost Inside and Under Oath co-headlining tour. Yep. With We Came as Romans and Better Lovers opening up. Um. Obviously, Better Lovers already has a single out. This is a new super group. And I'm scrolling up in my notes real quick to find the list of people in here. Yes, I forgot. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty big, pretty big news with yeah. this band. Yes. It's uh, Greg Pusciato, which is obviously awesome. Love Greg. Yes. Um, from from Dillinger's Buck- Escape Plan, we should say. Yep. Yep. Jordan Buckley. Of Every Time I Die. Steve Mishishi. I don't know how to say your last name. I'm really sorry, Steve. <laughs> um, uh, Clayton Holiak, Holyoke. I don't know. Uh, and Will Putney. Just yeah, absolutely right. massive. Like crazy super group. The song is amazing. Did you get a chance to listen to it yet? I actually haven't. I heard that this band okay. was coming. I had a little birdie told me, mm-hmm. um, you know, basically it was, it was dropped to me as, Oh, Greg is like, basically teaming up with the remaining uh, members of every time I die yep. and starting a new band. It's essentially what it is. Obviously and Andy uh, Williams from every time I die is not involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know uh, when I heard the news that Will Putney um, was, was in it. Um, yeah. Just like a massive shot right there too. Like, yeah, you know, he's producing this too. Yeah. It in, sounds great. Right. No, like insane. No, I can't wait to listen to this. I didn't know. It must have just dropped. Uh, Yeah. Maybe like Tuesday. Oh, t- oh shit. Okay. I'm a couple days uh-huh. behind. Yeah. No, this, yeah. this obviously very exciting um, news uh, to have a super group like this. And yeah, the track record speaks for itself. So um, yeah, it's going to be insanely, insanely cool. So, I mean, I'm sure you're buying tickets for that tour. If you like heavy music I'm not. and make sure you're getting there early. I'm not going. What do you mean you're not going? So the Michigan date is uh, Upheaval Fest and it's just We Car and Ghost Inside. So like I'm going to half of it, I guess. Oh, uh, that's too bad. Yeah. Michigan got the shaft. Well, yep. oh well, that's okay. It is what it's, it is. It is. Um, yeah. And it's still cool. I mean. Oh, for sure. It's still cool to see those bands. It's, it's a stacked lineup and uh, you love to see it. Oh, yeah. And I mean. It's just crazy when you look at a tour and you see We Came as Romans as the third slot. I know. It's just always wild in this day and age to me. The tour is going to be massive. It's going to be great. But that's all the news I got. Do you have any news? No, I don't. I don't. I uh, 
How was tour this week? That, really, really good. So we, we played Las Vegas last night at the Brooklyn Bowl. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, it was just one of the, sh- one of the like, I, I, and I'm not even, it's not even hyperbole, like one of the best shows we've ever played. Mm-hmm. People were absolutely on fire. Like when there's crowd surfers during the finger picking acoustic song, you, you know, you're doing something right. Like they were revved up Yeah, and to have, you know, we had like 1900 people on a Wednesday night in Las Vegas. Pretty, pretty amazing. So really, really great. And, um, you know, we, with some really good shows, you know, through the, through, uh, the South Tucson and, and Oklahoma city and, uh, and Austin. And now we're going to where it's California Riverside, San Diego, both sold out. Sweet. So the tour is just like going so, so well and really couldn't ask for, you know, better, uh, better people to be on the road with too, with one step closer, uh, who watch our set every night and rock out on the mm-hmm. side. So, so cute. I just love those kids. Um, the space cowboy, you know, just Oh yeah. Annihilating the crowd every night and, and Dayseeker just watching what Dayseeker has done, mm-hmm. just growing into this absolute powerhouse of a band. I mean, the sing-alongs are like, are real for this band. They're just, oh, I'm sure they're just so good live. Yeah. And I mean, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been amazing. Dayseeker just so catchy too. It's so easy to sing along. Oh, I know. No, I, I swear. Like I hear those songs like once and I just know every word to them. It's like mm-hmm. pretty, pretty amazing. And, you know, speaking of songs that I hear once and I immediately know almost every word to them, let's talk about some music from last week, specifically our number one, the new record Intellectual Property by Waterparks. Hell yeah. This thing is just great. I like it more than Greatest Hits, which I didn't think I would. And Me too. I don't know. This is the coolest pop punk record this year. I'm calling it now. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. I, I just, again, they just have this way of kind of like making this quirky fun, not serious music, but then there, it it still is serious, you know, like it still is serious and emotional and dark and you kind of get something out of it. Like I finished listening to these like super kind of like uplift, like upbeat poppy songs, Mm -hmm. but it's like, it's fucking emo music. Like, you know what I mean by that? Like it's, it is, it's weird. Like I, I really do get something out of this that's way, way deeper than what they're kind of putting on the surface, mm-hmm. which I think is what I like so much about this band. Um, there's the humor is there, but like at the end of the day, it's like, I'm not really laughing. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's that relatable dark humor that just kind of gets you. And I mean, it, I think that's just because Austin has such a way with words and such a yeah. kind of blunt honesty about his feelings and his life experiences that I don't know. I just connect with this record. I connect with every Waterparks record, but this one just, it feels really good. And like, even the jokey song, like, uh, two best friends. Yeah. Like it's a bop. It's good. It is a bop. It's, no, it's silly. I thought that the, um, the, you know, the non, non singles mm-hmm. were, were really great on this record. And yeah, not, not, not to say like, I, I think they did pick the right singles actually mm-hmm. for this. I do think those, those songs are like the cream of the crop, but I really like the way that they're intermingled kind of into this record and the way that the other tracks support them. Mm-hmm. I think this is like a really, really solid, um, albeit short, but that didn't bother me, uh, record. Yeah. It's, it's a good one. It's a good record. Yeah, I agree. It was a bit short, but you know, um, compared to the last Water Parks album, God, how long was Greatest Hits? I don't even remember. It that was, was like 47 minutes Yeah, long. it was a long, longer record for sure. Yeah, it was a little refreshing and like, I don't know, 
I really like the intro track, Starfucker, when they Me just too. come in and like all of a sudden they just cut the song off and they're like, well, so it's going to be something like that. And then all of a sudden you're in real super dark. Like yep. I thought that was fun. I like that too. I like that the, some of the conceptual stuff like that they put in the record and the record kind of closing with, you know, that, that sort of spoken word talking thing as, as well. I, I like that. I like that a lot. For sure. Yeah. Uh, next up, Jesus Peace. Oh, so yeah. unknown. Oh yeah. You get a chance to check this out? This I did. the first thing you listened to, I'm sure. I did. Um, no, the first thing I listened to was Metallica, which we're going to talk about in a second. But oh, yeah. this Jesus Peace album is is really, really good. Really, really solid. Um, they're not reinventing the wheel, that's for sure. This is like mm-hmm. a half an hour of power, ass beaters. Um, one thing I thought was kind of interesting, there's no features on this record. Yeah. Uh, at least at least there, there's none listed. I didn't notice any. Nope. And um, yeah, it's just kind of like to the point, kick your ass and move on, which um, which I think is great. Um, but I do wonder if this is like, if this is, I thought this was going to be the record that was really going to bring Jesus Peace to that next level. And I'm wondering if I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Not to say I don't like the record. I just was like, I don't know. I don't know if I was expecting like, more, but yeah, it's it's still a solid, solid record. Yeah, it, I think it's a solid record all the way through. But there's no moment that really grabs me either and says, "This is who we are. This is our statement song." Right? Like, right? It feels solid all the way through, and I love that about Jesus Peace. But it also feels like the band's just always been solid all the way through, and there's never been that one song that's going to push them over the edge. And I fear this record is kind of the same. Yeah, no, I mean, for sure. Especially since it's been, like, I didn't realize it has it's been so long since they put out a record. Mm-hmm. Like five years. Yeah. You know? Um, but hey, I mean, this, this still, this is, this is a great record. Uh, if you, if you like super, super, you know, in your face, like gritty, fucking disgusting, heavy music, you're going to like this. So get into it. Yeah, I agree. And if you like, disgusting, gritty, gritty, heavy music. You might not like the new record 72 seasons from Metallica. You might, but you might not. <laughs> well, how we do you feel about this one? We got to talk about it. Um, yeah. How did I feel about it? It's too long. Well, first of all, yeah, it didn't need to be seven, 77 minutes long. The 11 minute track closer. Cause here's the thing I was thinking about with Metallica. Mm-hmm. If you look at their discography, even through kind of the not great records, there's usually a pretty good closing track yeah. on a Metallica record. So I got through this record and I got to the end and I was like, okay, it's 11 minutes. What are they going to do? And basically they just ripped off their own song, My Friend of Misery. And mm-hmm. just the song doesn't really do anything. It, it was nope. it was kind of bizarre. I tell you, like it was 11 minutes that kind of flew by. And I was like, how did that f- song feel short and nothing happened at the same time? Just, just a strange, strange um, record. There's some cool riffs here and there, but I feel like mm-hmm. it's like, they don't know which the cool riffs are and which the kind of lame riffs are. Cause they kind of, so they just throw everything and see what sticks. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, Oh my God, like this riff, that's not that great. I have to hear this riff for like four minutes of this seven minute song. And then meanwhile, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh shit, that was actually a sick part. And they only do it once. Yep. You know, it's like, it was just weird. I don't know if they, if they need to, I mean, they're probably never really going to give up control to like a young, hot producer. No. But for me, as an aging Metallica fan that's been into them literally for over 30 years, I 
want that. Yeah. Like I would love for them to remember there was an April fool's joke about them working with Joey Sturgis. Mm-hmm. I wish it was true. <laughs> like, yeah. g- give me someone like that. G- let's have Will Putney produce the new Metallica record and see what happens and like really produce it. You know, someone with a sensibility for modern music that is kind of going to help guide them because I, I don't know. I kind of alluded to this on my Instagram and talked about it a little bit too, because I post about already all that fun stuff. But like, I think if you got this record down to 40 minutes, even with what you do have here, you've got a super solid Metallica record. That's the best since the black album. But yeah, the fact that they didn't make that choice and just kind of played around with it too much. Yeah. We're stuck with something that's just kind of whelming has good moments, but I don't want to go back to it. No, there are some, there are some good moments. I mean, like there are some good riffs, like, and there are things that are vintage Metallica in here where like, just for, you know, for like 30 seconds, you're like, all right, I'm fucking feeling this. And then something will ruin it. You know, like mm-hmm. whether it's just kind of a weird vocal or just, just like a, a they switch parts and you're like, well, okay, this part sucks. And now it goes on too long. It's like, it's, it's like, it's weird. It's like, it's not a problem. It's not a problem with necessarily the material. It's the way that it's all put together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what I think is so maddening for me as like a, a gigantic Metallica fan and have been forever. It's like, it's so close, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it's just doesn't seem like it can get there. Um, and- so yeah, I like this. I like to talk about the best tracks. I think the first track, 72 Seasons yep. and Lux Eterna are probably the two redeeming, only only two redeeming songs on the record, really. The second last song- I, I liked You Must Burn. Which one? You Must Burn. That was the one about the oh, wish. Oh, that's the one where Rob Rob sings the little part in the bridge? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was decent. And I thought the second last song, I, I forget the name of it- Room was, of Mirrors. Was okay too. Um, again, it has some kind of cool thrash metal, like early Metallica sort of feelings mm-hmm. here and there. Um, but overall it's a miss, unfortunately. And, um, you know, that's okay. Hey, that's okay. Yeah. I, I think overall the quality of the record is more consistent throughout than the past two or three albums, but I think it doesn't have as high of highs, but it also has like a higher floor. So no. I don't know. I mean, it, I think it's fine. I mean, yeah, like it's, it's funny because like I'm, I'm thinking back to like when load came out mm-hmm. and I, I'm old enough to remember that record coming out and it was like so sad. Like everyone was like, Oh no, Metallica, they're done. Like this record's awful. And you know, they cut their hair and all this shit that happened. Now I look back at load and I'm like, Oh my God, what, what would I give for, for Metallica to make load? Yeah. Like re reload now, you know, <laughs> cause it's like way better than, than the stuff they're doing. So, Hey, whatever. It's um, that's just my opinion. So let's change gears then. Sure. Uh, but not at all. The new record Scorch from Overkill. Oh, uh, yeah. This was a gem. It's so fun. It's good. Yeah, it is good. And I tell you, like after our conversation last week about the uh, the one single and just picturing mm-hmm. Hetfield singing on it, I really just did that for the whole record. <laughs> and I think that might've made me enjoy it more. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think he's a great singer, but, uh, I do, I do like the band, you know, he's got a vibe. Yeah. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe for sure. Uh, no, that, that record was fun. It was a good time. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to go back to it again, but <laughs> it happens. It, it made There's me, a lot of music out there. Yeah. It made me feel nice. It was like, Ooh, thrash metal. This feels like home. 
Um, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Alter 74 by 93 Feet of Smoke. You get a second for this one? I did. I did. Uh, Good record. Yeah, this this is really great. I, th- I feel like this is, you know, when, um, when Machine Gun Kelly put out... Um, Mm-hmm. Tickets to my downfall. Yeah, obviously that was like a, a really important m- moment for the scene and for mm-hmm. you know, kind of like rap turns rock, uh, turns punk, whatever you want to call it, pop punk. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this record that Ninety Three Feet of Smoke put out just now is like the direction that should be going. Yeah, I agree. And they're they're doing they he uh, they're doing he is doing a great job of of kind of pushing towards, uh, I don't know, just kind of like making it less lame and less cheesy. It, it feels and, like a more authentic blend. Exactly. Right? That's the word I'm looking for. And and I really, really enjoy this thing. Um, the singles are great. The, the songs in between are great. It's just, it really grabs me. It pulls me in all the right directions. And like, just when I feel like, okay, maybe I'm, maybe they're losing me a little bit with, with something that's too too modern and out of my alley, they throw in some like classic mm-hmm. sounds, and and I I really like I really think this this artist is uh is going to be I think should be massive, and looks like it's kind of getting there slowly but surely for sure. Um, last thing I want to talk about from last week, we had already heard the Burden record. Um, mm, yes, amazing. I found a new band. Cool. They might not be new to you. They're a hardcore punk band. Oh. They're called Initiate. Initiate. And they put out a new record called Cerebral Circus, which is just a phenomenal album name. Okay. And it's an absolute blast. I think it's, I'm not going to say it's similar to Turnstile and like the newer, like kind of hardcore punk that's coming out, but like it's got a little bit of both. And I don't know. It's just a fun record. I really suggest checking it out. Cool. No, I, I'm just looking up up now. I have not heard of this band. I see they're on Triple B, um, which has done some really cool stuff and some cool re-releases as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, twenty thousand yep. monthly listeners. Cool. Let's let's make that my homework. Uh, initiate. Boom. Hardcore in 2023 is as massive and eclectic as ever. Okay, I like that. I agree with that statement. I like that. It is too. I like. I love that hardcore. There are no fucking rules now. Yeah. You can be you can be a hardcore band that is like way more metal. I mean or you can be a hardcore band that is not metal at all and you can still it can still be hardcore. And that's at at its that really at its core is what hardcore should be. So I love that. Yeah, I I mean I think that's the truth for the entire scene right now, where there's just no rules. You can do whatever the hell you want. And like yep. sure there's gonna be some two thousands metalcore gatekeepers or some like punk purists right but we've always had those yeah so just do whatever you want if it comes out of the scene it comes out of the scene i'm cool with it even if it doesn't come out of the scene it sounds good i'm cool with it okay agreed man you ready for the list this week let's go yeah let's hop into our sweet top how many seven top seven i like it boom uh coming in at number seven we're going over to the uk for the first time this week for the new record ultraviolet by every or as everything unfolds yeah uh, i like a couple of these singles a couple of them just didn't hit with me but this is a band that i've been following for a while and i think they're really good they're just fun metalcore and i don't know it's vibes yeah i i, I agree i agree it's an interesting band because uh the vocalist and i'm not sure her name 
has almost like a- I want to say Charlie. Okay. Has almost like a pop, more of a pop punk voice mm-hmm. over music that's more heavy, like more kind of- Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't really call it metalcore. I'm not sure what you'd call it, but heavier, heavier kind of music. But then when she screams, it's like kind of sick. Yeah, it is. And- and yeah, and this is almost like a little bit more of a, like a less genty spirit box, maybe. Um, I would say that, a more melodic almost. More melodic. It's it's kind of hard to, it, I wouldn't, I don't want to directly compare the bands, but it's kind of what I landed on. Some of them, you know, more like mm-hmm. straight ahead spirit box moments are kind of what this band is doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, I do, I do think this is really, really solid and obviously so much talent. Yeah, I agree. And like, I don't know. I was trying to come up with bands to compare them to. And I almost want to say like Windrunner, right? Where it's not straight up metalcore. And there's some really cool like electronic moments in there and some groovier moments. But there are definitely some moments where it is very spirit box. And that's the only thing you can think of when listening to this band, just because they have a lot of very similar tendencies. Having a very talented vocalist that can do pops or pop and screams yes you some things work for a reason right and all of a sudden you just get there so there you go it's like um this really funny story i was watching a video i wasn't watching it live uh but dead mouse the edm producer right Mm -hmm. of course of course he used to stream on twitch during the pandemic while he was writing and just having fun and stuff like that and he starts writing an electronic melody and he's going and he's going and he's going. And then all of a sudden he realizes something and he turns up the game on it and he just rewrote Sandstorm by Darude, right? Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it works. It's funny though. It is funny. Um, it is funny. But no, no, this is uh number six. This is good. Female fronted. Oh. Um, yeah. Really, really cool band uh, as everything unfolds at number seven. Oh yeah. Uh, next up. Going all the way to Australia, Sydney specifically, uh, and sending you a postcard from a living hell. That's the name of the new record by Red Hook. I like that. Yeah. I love the record title. I think it's great. Uh, The album art is very cool. It's fun. Uh, But this band's awesome. I want to say they're very octane, very alternative rock, right? But they've got like an energy and anger to it. Uh, And they just do some really unique, I'm not going to say quirky things, but things that I haven't heard other bands in this genre do, um, like specifically on low budget horror and off with your head and imposter. I think these are some really cool singles. Um, If I had to compare them to another band that we've talked about on the show, I would say maybe like Vokovi or Half-Lives, where they're just this badass alt rock band. They've got some scene tendencies and it's cool. Totally, totally. There's definitely some scene tendencies for sure. Uh, like there's some there's some total pop punk hooks here and there. Uh, there's a song with uh, Yours Truly mm-hmm. um, that they do together as well. And yeah, uh, overall, totally. This is another f- great female fronted Australian band. It seems like there's just so many. Yeah. Um, and add, add another one to the list, like doing some really, really interesting uh, interesting things. And yeah, it's, it's super, super good. Um, I gotta say, I didn't know what the term jabberwocky meant. Oh, you didn't, you never like read the story. <laughs> I, I never, no, I never read the story. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of was like the jabberwockies, like the dance group. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, like the, they were on like, I think they were like the first thing on, um, 
on like America's Got Talent or whatever that won. And there's like in Las Vegas, oh, there's yeah. posters for their show. They do like the really crazy dance crew. And I don't know why. You've awakened a memory. I don't know why. And I, I was like, okay, th- there's got to be a reason that this group is called Jabberwock. He's like, how have I missed this my whole life? So I spent like literally yesterday reading all about yeah, Jabberwocky and the story and everything. And it's just really funny that that this is something I didn't know about it. Yeah. You know, I'm fucking in my 40s and I never heard of this. So shout it to uh, Red Hook for for teaching me something. Well, like that's what the monster from Monty Python and the Holy Grail is, right? Oh yeah, of course. I, like after they I, get past the rabbit? You know, I saw that when I was so young mm-hmm. that, I, that I don't, you know, I don't really remember... Like, I don't think I knew like what really what was happening. You know what I mean? That, that's okay. That entire movie is a fever dream. So right. <laughs> um. Next up, number five, new EP from Lexington, Kentucky's own picturesque. It's called Yeah I Y K Y K. If you know, you know. Uh, this band's great. I put them on our little new noise playlist, and I had them last because it was an EP. And then all of a sudden, the band just kept moving up every time I listened through the playlist, right? Um, a little different than a lot of other EPs. It's not four songs. We're getting six on this. and We've only had two singles. But this band's just, they're scene music, but they're not really, I can't call them post-hardcore. I can't call them metalcore, right? Um, and they're just super innovative and approachable and catchy. And I'm amazed that TikTok and social media as a whole hasn't latched onto this band harder. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I, I, I think like, first of all, um, this band was known for their singer, Kyle, having basically like the highest of high voices, mm-hmm. like hitting notes that nobody can even dream of, you know, like a male vocalist hitting. Yeah. And that was kind of like, they're almost like a shtick for a while. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that, it was, it was like, they were so much better than the novelty. I agree. And I think that these two EP songs we have so far are kind of proving that, mm-hmm. that this band is just great and the songs are just good. And there's no gimmicks really. Like the fact that he can sing high, he doesn't have to, to sound amazing. Yep. Um, and I thought these were really good. And there's like a really good familiarity to these songs. Um, they're really catchy. Like you hear them once and you kind of know them. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I think that this is a really good thing for the band. Cause I think COVID kind of hurt the band a little bit too. They were like sort of on the up and up and then, you know, yep. COVID really shut down their kind of their momentum a lot too. So I hope that this is a big, big comeback for them. Yeah. And I think they used to be very easy for me to find, to define. I could just say this is a post hardcore band, right? It's more like an R and B scene band but now it's just they're kind of all over the place and i love it it's very good yeah absolutely uh next up number four we're going to austin texas for one of our favorite yes. bands that we absolutely love to i talk know about what you're gonna say let's go because every time we talk about portrayal of guilt we get to say christ fucker <laughs> we sure uh, do <laughs> and they've put out their new record, Devil Music. No singles off of this. It thankfully came out for us today. So we get to talk about it. I also got my vinyl record today. Nice. Uh, and man, this band is just on another level. Like the back half of this thing where all of a sudden they're just bringing out like a tuba, a violin, a trumpet. I don't even know what else they've got. And yeah. just making this cacophonous symphonic thing going on over these black metal vocals it's 
fucking great. Well, yeah, they're like they're like the same. It's like the other versions of the songs, right? It's like this. Yeah, they basically reimagined the record that you've heard for, heard for the first time, which mm-hmm. which I, I appreciate. You know, it's like bonus tracks on the on the EP. Um, I, I dig this record. I dig this band. Uh, I think it's like. It isn't, it's metal that isn't really taking itself too seriously. Exactly. You know what I mean? They have a lot of fun with it. The songs are short. It's grindy. It gets in and it gets out, but they still give you that absolute like disgusting grime, you know, like brutalness that you need. Yep. And uh, yeah, this is uh, devil music is a great follow up to Christ fucker. And yes, I got to say it again. I agree. Boom. Boom. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Uh, Number three. Portrayal of Guilt. Yeah. Number four. Number three. Number three now. Uh, another EP, this time coming out of Toronto, Canada. Unfortunately, I can't put this any higher, but is the new EP between Death and Dreams from Brand of Sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, we're only getting two new tracks on this, and this band is at the absolute top of their game right now. Oh, 100%. Um, the hype, I mean, has been just so real. I feel like since the last brand of sacrifice record came out, we talked about it. They just like, they've exploded. Like I see their shit everywhere. Like I was at the mm-hmm. airport and I just saw like a random, like normal looking dude wearing a brand of sacrifice t-shirt. And I was like, okay, it's happening now. Like now we know it's happening. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I mean the, these, these, these two songs, like one is definitely they're, they're pushing the limits, like with some, you know, some clean vocals, Exodus, yeah. like an actual, a, you know, a chorus, and, 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 you know, going that realm, which is definitely going to make the band more, more accessible. Mm-hmm. And then the other song is like just vintage, uh, brand of sacrifice, like absolute crushing, bringing in those really cool, uh, symphonic elements here and there. Mm-hmm. And just like absolutely ripping your head off just with like, you know, Kyle Anderson's just one of the best vocalists in, in the genre, like hands down. Yeah. And it's really interesting to me. Um, they're, very slowly just becoming, I think kind of under the radar, one of the biggest deathcore bands out there. They're sitting at 670,000 monthly listeners. They went out with We Came as Romans. Yeah. Like this band is taking all the right steps. They're going out with Loner Shore now. Like, yep. I don't know. It's so well-deserved. I think we've talked about this band kind of ad nauseum throughout the show. So um sorry, we're not describing it a ton, but like, it's just such, it's so groovy and I love it. Oh yeah. They're, they're, I just wish it was another album. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, for sure. I got to say though, man, like I, st- I'm still going back to lifeblood. Like I, it's still a record yeah. I like put on, on the reg, you know, like I, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not even through with that record. I feel like every time I listen to it, I hear something new too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and these singles are great. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's kind of smart, you know, put out a couple, um, you know, put out something, new doesn't have to be massive your band is still growing and then kind of like you know wait and see where you want to take the direction based on kind of where your career is going i think it's really really smart for the band um and uh you know they've they've been through it they've they've been in other bands and they've done things and i think Mm -hmm. they've learned they've learned what to do properly and i guarantee you in we have this conversation in like two years and brand of sacrifice might might be bigger than all those bands that you named in the in this in the oh, genre. Maybe not, not Lorna, maybe not Lorna Shore, but like like they'll be right there. I I, I you know even Lorna sure Shore, I wouldn't be surprised. I I I know, I know. It's a great band. Proud proud of my uh, proud of my band. Canadian brothers. Hell yeah! Next up, number two. This is kind of a weird choice. Um, 
I don't think maybe two of you who listen have heard of this band. Uh, this is the new album, Divine Recalibration from Sleep Sculptor. All one word. Yep. They're from Pennsylvania. They are a metalcore, mathcore, kind of whatever you want to toss this genre into. Just absolute pure chaos of a band. Yeah. I got my record early, came on Tuesday, and it's literally all I've been spinning because it's just fucking insane. And I love it. Yeah, I really dig this to you. Um, and for just for people to understand, Sleep Sculptor has 1,722 monthly listeners. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a prime rookie card grab. Um, and you have such a cool aesthetic and you're, too. Oh, everything about this band rocks. Um, I really like the, the vibe, um, the imagery, but also like, it's, it's, it is a little bit difficult to describe, mm-hmm. which is good, right? Because they don't sound exactly like anything else. They remind me a little bit of some of the late 90s, early 2000s, kind of like early metalcore before metalcore kind of just got a little stale. Mm-hmm. Um, they remind me quite a bit of almost like maybe a little bit like Converge, early Converge. Yeah. Um, this is obviously, they're a little more chaotic than that. Um. I don't know. It's just, just so go ahead. Yeah. So from like a modern perspective and like bands that we have talked about on the show, I would compare it a lot to employed to serve or, Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yep. Frontier. Yep. Um, and then like some other bands that like are a little bit bigger in the like subspace that like, if you know, you know, kind of math core metal core, like gift from God, mouth breather, uh, black matter device, like, there, there's kind of a weird explosion going on in the math core, grind core, metal core scene right now. That's just fucking awesome. And there's so many talented artists. Yeah. 100%. They, um, thank, thankfully I was able to highlight this one. Totally. Cause these guys are great. Totally. And, and they also remind me of a Las Vegas band, short lived band from the late nineties to early two thousands called curl up and die, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of my, never heard of them. Oh dude. Yes. Curl up and die. Great. No, I've got, you homework. should listen to, listen to curl up and die. I, I forget the name of the record. Uh, I'm going to look it up real quick so I can tell you it is called, unfortunately we're not robots. Cool. 2002. It came out. Yeah. It was pretty fucking groundbreaking. And it's, it's from that era too, where all the song titles are like super long and, uh, don't make any sense. Yep. I see that now. Yeah. That was the trend at the time. Fall Out Boy kind of, uh, four songs are five seconds. uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. You'll, you'll, you'll dig the way the record starts, but yeah, they, they kind of remind me of that, obviously a much more evolved version, Mm -hmm. um, because it's not, it's, that was 21 years ago, Yep. but, um, but yeah, this, this, um, sleep sculptor is really something special and one of my favorite things about this show that we do mike is when you highlight this stuff that literally nobody's heard of i try especially when the bands when the bands like are like did you hear they talked about it on the podcast and the bands like hit us up and they're all excited but like yep, we don't my we don't do that because the band's small we do that because the band is good <laughs> so 100 you know we'll talk about metallica last week sleep sculptor this week you know it's yep. what we do and hey, if Sleep Sculptor came out last week, I would have put this record above Metallica. So, <laughs> yes, he would have. He would have. That's not bullshit. I have zero chill. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Sleep Sculptor at number two. Speaking of chilling, though, I think it's time for a little break. Let's take a little break and uh, we'll be right back with this week's very exciting number one record of the week. And we're back. We are. Great. 
So, uh, I think everybody knows what this week is. I think everybody knows what record is number one this week. Uh, so let's just get started talking about A Kiss for the Whole World by Anur Shikari. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to describe Anur Shikari if you've never listened to them. Except- they are hard. That's a really hard thing to describe. You're right. Very yeah, hard. Like literally for genre in my notes, I wrote down Anur Shikari and for fans of Anur Shikari. Um, because I think this band is one of those weird bands that's just operating so consistently on another level compared to almost every other band in the scene that they're kind of like an institution at this point Yeah, where you have either gotten it and you are on board or you have not. Um, yeah, that's pretty much where the band's at. These three songs are absolute bangers. Some of the best stuff they've done, which is saying something because their last record uh, was my number one for the year. Yeah. Well, um, and here's the thing. The last record, Nothing is True and Everything is Possible, which is now three years old, which is crazy. Per- and it's a perfect record. Um, it, it is a perfect record. It has literally everything. Like it has just the right amount of great songs, experimentation, mm-hmm. um, and everything else. It's a long, as I recall, it's a long record. Um, and it's like 40 minutes. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I feel like it's- Listen to it today. Oh yeah. I feel like it's got like a lot of songs. 43, 50. Um, but- 15 songs. Yeah. But it's it's terrific. And sometimes, I don't know, sometimes you worry when you're following up such a great record. I mean, this is a number one record of the year for Mike. So Mm -hmm. Mike listens to like 700 albums and then decided this was the best one. So that's pretty pretty crazy and it really is special. But I got to say, man, all of these singles they have released are awesome. They find a way, which is a really hard thing to do as a a band that's been around for 20 plus years. and has put out such great music is they're really, they found a really great, they found a, a really, sorry, I'm, I will get this. I will get this point out. <laughs> they find a way to evolve and progress in their sounds and their texture without compromising the songwriting. Yep. And the songs are awesome. The lyrics are awesome and thought provoking, but they're still catchy. Mm-hmm. It's like, they don't let anything go. They just get better and better and better. Um, just like you could strip, you could strip these songs down to an acoustic and, and a vocal and they would be great songs, mm-hmm. but then the layers of production and all the cool things they do on top of it, just put this right over the top. So yep. we've got three incredible singles, which is great too. Cause I'm glad it's only three. Cause now we have so much more to explore. And, um, yeah, this is just really, a really exciting time. Yeah. I mean, I'm to the point where I'm not surprised by Anur Shikari being better than I thought they were anymore because right. we're on what album eight now and every single record just managed to improve on the formula. Um, they're just refused to be complacent and it's crazy cool. Um, something interesting about this record that some diehard fans might recognize or see um, is when you actually get the vinyl LP and they posted this image of the full album artwork um, on the backside in the background, you will see the illuminated triangle from the flash flood of color album artwork. Oh. Uh, so this is kind of uh, supposedly has some references uh, and some kind of homage to that as well, which I think is super cool. Um, 
Yeah. I don't know. This band just doesn't miss. They're phenomenal. And the music videos to this are like some of the best music videos I've seen in years as well. Like, it's so cool. They just, uh, I know. They just find like, they just really, really got it all, this band. You know, I mean, it's- um, whatchamacallit, Please Set Me on Fire. It's a one-shot take music video. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. This band just has it all. They write great songs. They have great production. They have a great aesthetic. Mm-hmm. They're awesome live. Nice dudes. Like it's, Yeah, they are. They really are really nice guys too. Yep, they are. It's just, they're, they're, they're fucking woke. You know what I mean? Everything about it. Yeah. They really are. They're punk rock. I just love everything about this band. Um, top. Top five live band I've ever seen. They are. Honestly. They are. I mean, like, like just amazing. Yeah. You gotta love it. It's just, uh, yeah. It's just amazing. You really do. It's just amazing. You ready for some honorable mentions? Yes. Uh, let's do a quick recap first though. We got a, we got a top seven. Number seven is the new record ultraviolet by as everything unfolds. I like that title. Number six, new record postcard from a living hell by red hook. I like that one a lot. Uh, number five. The new EP, If You Know You Know, by Picturesque. Number four. The new EP album thing, Devil Music, by Betrayal of Guilt. <laughs> I like the back half more. <laughs> it, it is cool. Number three. The new EP, Between Death and Dreams, by Brand of Sacrifice. And number two. The new album, Divine Recalibration, by Sleep Sculptor. Number one is... A Kiss for the Whole World, by Anar Shikari. It's gotta be. It, it's got to be. Damn right it is. Rules. And you know what? We're going to talk about Enter Shikari some more. Haha, <laughs> suck it. Uh, honorable mention, there's an Enter Shikari live album coming out tomorrow as well. Oh, shit. Okay. Live at Alley Pally 3. Nice. So, good stuff there. Nice. Um, and for people that also, don't know, uh, sorry to cut you off, Mike. Like, Yeah. If, if you are in the UK listening to this, I know we have a lot of UK listeners. Like, obviously, you're like, yeah, Enter Shikari, whatever. Like, yeah, we know they're massive. People in America don't understand like the scope of how big this band is no. in the UK. Like they play like thousand caps here. Yeah, I know. And Ali Pally is what? I don't know, 8,000 or something like, yeah. and, and, and our Shikari's play, they play even bigger rooms than that. Like on the red. It sells out instantly when they play there. Yeah. It's, it's like this band is massive. It's an absolute institution. Like get with, get fu- America, get with, the, get with the program. Okay. Yes, please. Please. Okay. Um, I'm done. We've, we got two records that I kind of want to highlight in the honorable mentions. Uh, there's a new record from Tiesto, uh, one of the coolest house music producers of all time. He's absolutely massive. If you've never heard of Tiesto, um, I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah. There's also a new album, kind of, new song from 1056, but it's combined the two EPs, the last single, and it's all in one big thing now. So check that out because 1056 rip. They do. Um, up on Bandcamp right now. I forget which Bandcamp, but if you go to their social medias, you'll be able to find it. Uh, Bring Me the Horizon has an acoustic version of Strangers out now uh, up for charity purchase, I guess. So like most of the proceeds uh, for each one go to, I think it's like an environmental charity. So make sure you check that out. Okay, cool. And it sounds great. Awesome. It was like $2 worth it. Um, as far as actual singles, one of the coolest bands uh, around, 68, put out a new song. I think they're signed on Pure Noise now. Oh, wow. Per- perfect for them. Love it. 
I, I love that. Yeah, that that's great. Um, yeah, Pure Noise, man, they're doing a lot of really cool stuff. I they are. I have a lot of respect for that label and how they've run it, been running it for for. It's got to be like a decade now that label's been kicking oh, around. Yeah. Um, it's really really great to see. And sixty eight is an amazing, maybe longer, amazing pickup. Yeah, probably even longer. Yep, really really great. That's awesome. Uh, new song from the Acacia Strain featuring Jacob Lilly from Chamber. Super sick. It's like fifty seconds long and it's brutal as hell. Awesome. Uh, new song from Waster, WSTR, pop punk, fun, good times. Uh, same with Will Met. I think a band that kind of got stalled out a little bit, uh, but it's really fun. Um, a band that just boggles my mind that they are so huge and so small at the same time. Uh, new single from Against the Current. Oh yeah, like their listener numbers are crazy. And then like you look at the shows they play and it's like thousand cap rooms tops. It's wild. Yeah, I I know. And, but, but the thing that gets me about against the current is just, it's like so good. It's like, yeah, the, the, it sounds like it's like some of the best recordings I've ever heard. Like these, this band is just rocks and yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I guess mm-hmm. people who are listening to them and then like hiding behind their computer screens, maybe and not leaving the house. Um, no, no offense to, uh, yeah. no, no, I'm not trying to, um, uh, stereotype their listeners, but it does seem a little bit like that. Yeah. Right. There's like some weird playlisting or something going on. I don't know, but probably a lot of that too. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, really good band. The used new single second off of their upcoming record. Cool. Um, band keeps getting better. New song. Well, it's like a rebirth for the used over the last couple of records. I really like it. Hell yeah. Uh, new song from Train the Martyrs, another band going through a rebirth right now. Yeah. Uh, very excited for this. Hope they've continued in the direction of that last EP and we get a new record soon. Um, another band that I'm really hoping for a new record this year that's put out a single this week, Spearbox. Mm-hmm. Boom. Sophomore record, most important. Yeah, I think they're going to crush it. I know they are. It's just a matter of how hard do they crush it. <laughs> uh New song from their Dogs Were Astronauts. Super cool instrumental band, kind of post-rock, but there's some heavier moments in it too. It's very cool stuff. You should check those guys out. And great band name. Uh, new song from Essinger, one of my favorite electronic artists right now. Um, he's got a way of really combining synthwave, dark pop, and honestly, some metalcore elements at times. And he's really talented. Awesome. Uh, new song from Gucci High Waters. Super fun, super talented dude as well. Um, Bellhaven, new song, hoping for album announcement. Sweet. Because I think this band is in need of blowing up, honestly. They're so good. Yes, we love them. Uh, new song from another band that I wish would blow up, Johnny Booth. They're super fun, kind of chaotic metalcore. Um, just a good time. Uh, post-hardcore band Dwellings, second single off of their upcoming record. Make sure you check that out. Uh, new song from Chrome Waves. They're kind of like a blackened shoegaze band. Um, they're just very cool. We'll talk about them some more next week because the record's coming out. Cool. Um, little preview. Uh, new song from the Devil Wars Prada, the second off of their upcoming deluxe version of Color Decay. Let's make sure you check that out as well. I'm sure it's going to be great. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, new song from Decayer. Should be pretty cool. Uh, new song from The Ocean, which I think is one of the coolest doom metal bands around. Um, they're progressive. They're weird. I don't know how to describe them. They're just cool. <laughs> nice. Uh, New song from Foo Fighters and album announcement. Did you get a chance to listen to the song? I did. I did listen to it. I did. Um, I did not. Okay. So. Well, let me let me describe it to you. Mm-hmm. It's definitely got old school uh, 
Everlong vibes. Good. I like that. It's got a similar drum beat to um, Everlong, um, which makes me kind of wonder if maybe uh, Dave played the drums on this. I'm not sure. They haven't announced a drummer yet, but I, as far as, mm-hmm. at least as of recording. Um, and uh, it, it has like that kind of still, that same kind of cadence. Yeah. However, it definitely doesn't have quite the energy and it is not a banger um, like Everlong is. But I do appreciate the song and I do think it's a, a pretty good effort. And obviously like, I don't know if the song is about Taylor. I don't know if I, I, I just kind of <laughs> listened to the lyrics. It seems like it might be. Uh, but yeah, it's obviously really great for this band to be coming back and, you know, to be able to get through what obviously has been just a really, really tough time for, for everybody involved. So um, it's good. It's good to have them back. Obviously they're for sure. one of the most important rock bands of our time. They just, they just are. Yep. For sure. Um, I'm going to listen to it right after this. Well, right after that, uh, what is it? Curl Up and Die record. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, new song from Ken Mode. Super cool metalcore band. Make sure you check them out. Oh, they're more than that. Uh-oh. Ken Mode is a... <laughs> Come on. They're they're a bit. They, they got a lot going on. They're like a really interesting listen. I, I like Ken Mode. They do. I agree. Uh, new song from Future Palace. Make sure you check that out. They're, they're kind of pop punky and fun. Uh, new song from Beartooth. Yes. We're in the yellow era now with Beartooth. We'll see how it goes. I wish it would have been the it's, Seafoam Green era still, but you know. Yeah, that was interesting, right? That they did that was like they dropped the song with the with that color, and then I don't know, maybe they had complaints and bailed on the color. But yeah, color's way better it, than yellow. We're going mustard yellow. I don't know. I don't know. I kinda I I, I might like the yellow better, but hey, that's just me. Seafoam green is just my favorite color. So yeah. um and then obviously the most important single this week, uh Bro Job covering Barbie Girl by Aqua. <laughs> I am not joking. It slaps. It is so oh, fucking it's out? good. Shit. Okay. Yeah. I have to hear it. Yeah. It is a monster single. It is amazing. I hope they do Dr. Jones next. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, the greatest single um, of the week, obviously we're talking about it. Sleep token, new song. Do you wish that you love me? Uh, the song hurts. Did you hear it yet? I don't actually haven't. Did it just okay. it must have just come out. Uh it came out last night, yeah. Oh my um, god, no. I have to listen to the, it. Um it's it's kind of like more R&B pop focused. It's it's very similar to Fall for me, I would say. Uh but there's some really cool moments with piano and kind of like electronic sampling whereas Fall for me uh was really heavily just on the vocals. Um and lyrically this song is just an absolute masterpiece. It is so fucking well done. It's really written in an interesting way where um, I was talking with some friends and, you know, I just kind of realized like this is written about like those times in your life when it's like, do you wish that you loved me when somebody else really doesn't? But it's also written for those times that like you're looking in the mirror and you're like thinking about yourself and it's like, do you wish that you love me? Are you really just a depressed mess right now? It is so damn good. This band is just something else. And they sure are. Enter Shikari album of the year for a month, probably. And then we'll talk. So, so did we talk about the sleep token tour last week? Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. I, I, can't, I can't remember if we talked about it or not. We didn't, we didn't talk about how it sold out instantly. 
It yeah, right? Like literally instantly. Um yeah, I didn't I didn't end up get tickets to the Detroit date, which is too bad. Uh maybe I'll find a way to pop in somehow though. But yeah, that's it's pretty crazy. Um just to, just what this band has done um over the past well basically basically it's just since these singles came out, like, you know, uh the summoning and all that. Like it's basically since then that we've seen the popularity just all of a sudden click, you know? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yep. Band's wild. Love it. Here for it. Yep. But that's all we got. <sighs> that's all we got. It's a great week. Man, just so much to get to. Um, really excited. Well, Mike, um, thanks for thanks for the list. Uh, I hope that your uh, prime rib ordeal goes well. And oh, um, well, I'm a master. It is delicious. And uh, I hope you have someone to eat it with and you're not eating six. I don't. <laughs> you got six pounds of prime rib just to yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, I meal prep, right? So like I'll freeze half of this and then have it in like two weeks or something. Okay. That works. I'll feel it again. Fantastic. Yeah. It's great. Well, uh, thanks for everything, Mike. And have a great weekend. And uh, Oh, you too, bud. We'll talk Record soon. store day. Record store day oh, on oh, Saturday. Shit. shit. Yeah. Oh. I knew I was forgetting something. Yes. Okay. Shit. Yes. No, don't. Nobody stop this yet. Mike has, we're talking about record store day. Go. Yeah. Record Store Day. Super cool stuff. Um, The ambassadors for Record Store Day this year are the 1975. They've got their first record coming out, the self-titled, I believe, uh, with the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra playing over it. So very similar to what Bring the Horizon did with uh, Live at the Royal Albert. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff coming out. I'm specifically going for the digital ghost version of Voyeurist by Under Oath. Um, yeah, there's also the wonder years doing burst and decay live from New York, which is super cool. Um, the sword has a 15th anniversary edition of gods of the earth coming out, which is cool. Um, Frank Turner has tape deck heart coming out on vinyl. Um, I'm going after a flock of seagulls, rare birds. Oh, cool. Which is like B sides and weird stuff. Just, I don't know. Flock of seagulls is cool. Um, there's a greatest, uh, hits for death that I'm going after and a bunch of soundtracks and other stuff. There's some Taylor Swift stuff. I'm sure there's something you will love if you're a record collector and you don't know about record store day, look it up. It's cool. Support your local record store every week, not just on record store day. Yes, absolutely. Support your local record store. Is there a place people can go to see kind of the list of all the releases for record store day? um, Yeah. So you can go to just put in record store day in Google and it'll come up and it's just recordstoreday.com. Yeah. There you can see the full list and you can find all participating stores there. Um, yes. And what's great about record store day is that in order to become a record store day store and get these releases, you have to agree that you won't mark them up and sell them above retail and flip them or anything like that. Uh, and if you do, you're not allowed ever again. Uh, so it's kind of a big deal. Yep. And it's super, it's super cool. But yeah. Record store day is honestly, for the record store day is for the people. Yep. Yes. And there is looking at the list here. It looks like there is like well over 300 uh, releases. Yep. So really something for everybody, whether you like agnostic front, dirty projectors, foals, garbage. I'm just literally looking if maybe Queensryche. Hey, there's an Elvis Presley, mm-hmm. uh, burning love, the RCA rehearsals, double LP, limited to 3,950 copies. Maybe you want to pick up an Elvis record. Yeah. Maybe you want, what else we got here? Mr. Big, self-titled. 
Mm-hmm. That's an interesting record. There's always just so much cool shit. Record store day, like every yeah, some post every Malone year, alone out there gets bigger and bigger. Um, Peppa Pig, Peppa's Club, the album. Go get it. There you go. Undeath live from the grave. Oh, I forgot about that one. I'm going for that one too. That's that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty fucking. Well, that's limited to only a thousand copies. Yep. So that that could be tough to get your hands on, but I believe in you, Mike. We'll see. I mean, I got the sleep token one from last year with 500 copies, so we'll make it work. Oof, wow. Nice. Oh, there's a sun, the sun bore split. That's getting repressed. Yeah. Tons of cool stuff. Love it. Cool. Lots of good stuff. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that, everybody. Uh, happy record store day, and we will see you all next week. <laughs>